Hey everyone, welcome back to Fearless as Fuck the podcast. I'm your host, Christina Lauren, and I'm very excited today because I finally have my sister in the studio. And this has been a long time coming, so really excited to have you here. Hi, sister. <laughs> Hi, sister. Um, my sister and I have a very interesting, incredible, just, I don't even know what the word is to explain it, but just journey through mm-hmm. our lives. And I'm really excited to share it with you guys because I feel like her and I have just started to kind of unravel and untap a lot of meaning in the specific journeys that her and I have had both individually and collectively as sisters over the last you know, years of our lives. I'm 35 and my sister's 31, one, right? Oh my God, that's mm-hmm. like really crazy to it's me. Really crazy. And um, I just thought it would be so incredible to bring her in here and share it with you guys. So you can So you can get a look into not only what it was like for us to grow up together, but why, I think it'll give you a really incredible insight onto why I am the way I am, why our bond is the way it is. And introducing to my sister is literally one of the most incredible humans I've ever met in my life. And I'm not just saying that because she's my sister, because there definitely was a period where we didn't get along. So for me to like look at her now and see who she is and how she is and admire her so much, I just want to share that with you. And I'm really excited that we've got you in person to talk about this journey because we could have done it over Zoom, but I just feel like it's so Mm. much more special in person. And Um, I know that you and I have talked briefly on your podcast before back a couple years ago after some some things and I'm really excited to see how the conversation evolves now and Mm -hmm. maybe especially for those who have known us for a long time but I'll let you kind of introduce yourself for people who don't know like tell us a little bit about like who you are as my sister. <laughs> yeah. Well, before I even go into that, it's such a sweet, lovely <laughs> intro. It's so beautiful to be able to sit here with you as my sister having found synergy. Yeah. And I think that that's the perfect word to describe the evolution of our relationship and our sisterhood. And just through that process of exploring these ever-changing dynamics, finally coming into this like really sweet, potent age in our 30s where we feel like we're you know, rising into our own individual power and finding synergy with one another to actually be able to co-collaborate and create, put our heads together and be like, wow, yeah. you know, these, two, like I see your vision and like support it and celebrate it and really see you almost more than I ever have before in our entire journey as siblings. So yeah, it's just this beautiful synergy. Yeah, and I'm curious, like I've always wondered, not that I, you know, <laughs> I'm like, why Why would this happen? But I just, I'm so curious to completely understand what it took to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know I can pull out a bunch of different personal things that have happened mm-hmm. along the way that have allowed it to mm-hmm. flow more. But I'm, I'm always so curious from your perspective as to what's kind of like brought it back to this position. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I know siblings, like there's a lot of siblings who have phases of getting along and then having big falling outs and then getting along again. And you and I never really had any huge falling outs but we never that that synergy wasn't there 100% of the time like we weren't exactly like on the same wavelength and then it almost felt like all of a sudden we were yeah so it's it's just really interesting to me so I can kind of wrap that into a little journey so in terms of introducing who I am as your sister 
to no surprise for anyone who does know us, like I've been walking a very unique spiritual path of my own design. And I think it was when you started coming to your own understanding of what spirituality was for you and what that meant through a really embodied sense was when we were really able to find this beautiful path to walk together where suddenly we were just communicating in a way that worked where there was no, the defenses were down. Mm -hmm. There was no animosity. There was no resentment. There was just two people that suddenly wanted to hear each other. And I, yeah. I, I, yeah. and I, and I remember the day. I remember the day. And it was you had to go through your own individual, you know, darkness period, which we all go through moments of darkness in our own lives, multiple. Yeah. But you had to walk through you, a specific path that almost felt like an initiation for you. And I felt like I had been walking a variation of that path on my own before you had gotten there. Yeah, I think yours started a little yeah. bit before that. Yeah, and then suddenly we kind of came together. And I remember we were at my old apartment complex where you actually lived there with me at one point. And we were walking through the hall and I was having a sensitive conversation with you about like family dynamics. And it didn't end up in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> and so for the first time ever, I was like, that went really well. What did we do here? <laughs> and we, we, I think we both kind of sat down and broke it down together. And it was like, we've developed a sense of deeper compassion, not only for the collective experience that we're going through as sisters in a small family unit, but the fact that we both want to find peace and resolution instead of wanting to attack each other, wanting to be right, yeah. whatever it is that we were trying to, whatever the motive <laughs> was originally. So that suddenly started kind of falling apart you know like in the best way and we were able to almost you know come to just a better relationship foundation and then since then with no discussion it's just kind <laughs> it's of just gonna happen yeah it just kind of happened and I think it felt so good for the both of us inside and we knew it and it was unspoken we were like mm, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I when like from my perspective, I saw a difference in you on your journey before I before all this started mm -hmm. because I'm sure this all collectively started happening for me around a really toxic time in my life of me unraveling a lot of the things about myself. But before that, I started. Wait, actually, was that after? It was after I met you in Tulum, and I remember. I think we were already on a good path. At we that we point. were, so like but I remember seeing you differently. Mm, I remember being yeah. like, wow, Kaylin's really coming to her own. Like she's really been doing like individual work because I remember having a moment where too yeah. where I was like, wow, Kaylin's like not like on edge. Like Kaylin's not in like fight or flight mode all the time. And I didn't say it out loud, but I was like the energy felt different. Mm, yeah. And so it kind of allowed me to also like kind of come a little closer yeah. and that trip for me was when I started seeing it differently and that was in December of like 2021 mm -hmm. so I mean it wasn't that long ago no. but it I'm t like I feel the same way it was like a snap the snap yeah. of your fingers and all of a sudden things were different and it I I hope I hope there are other siblings that can go through that and kind of come to that collective and understand like what the new family dynamic can be to just heal and grow together. And oh, yeah, it's so beautiful when you can do that with your sibling. Yeah, because... Are you kidding? <laughs> Some people will never, never go down that route because they're so separated. Yeah. Well, I also think... connection. It, like it's, 
the siblings, you know? Yeah, and not to mention, I think it's hard to when you see your sibling going through something that you wish they didn't have to go mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. or you're watching them like go through their learning lessons and you can see the lesson that they're learning and you want to like shake them so hard because you feel like you could just like reach out and wake them up and tell them, hey, this is wrong. You shouldn't do this. This is going to go down a wrong path, but you kind of have to watch it happen, even if it's a friend. Yeah. And you have to. You have to. I, I've come to this theory of my own where even it, when someone comes to me uh, with a question of, or just a story, they're just expressing to me what they're going through. Even if I have an opinion of what I think they should do because I'm seeing it from an outside perspective of like, okay, this person's not standing in their worth. This person is actually doing something that is 100% going to lead them to a place of pain. It's not my place to even tell them that they shouldn't go down that route because I'm happy nobody blocked me from the things that brought me pain because it's that pain that actually ended up teaching me the lessons. And when I looked at your experience and watched you during, you know, your evolutionary period yes there was a moment where I was more emotionally connected to it because it was you you're my sister um, but I I almost got so mad that I just like bowed out at some point because I'm like I keep trying to convince this person to see something that I'm seeing but I can't get through and then I realized I'm not supposed to get through and I kind of just surrendered to that and for a minute I thought we weren't going to have a relationship for a really long time like there was a time period where I was like my sister and I like, actually don't have a relationship right now and I came to peace with whatever that was not knowing you know what the future would be like and then that's when everything came back around and happened to be like so much more positive and so that was also really like dialing in that lesson for me where for anyone in my life who I care about, if I really care about them, I'm going to let them go through what they're going through. And I can just sit here as a loving space, complete non-judgment. I love you no matter what you're going through. And I'll sit with you in that darkness. But it's really important that you go into the darkness. Yeah. Because and there's portions of that that you have to do on your own too. And yeah. you have to kind of witness it. And it might be really fucking hard yeah. to witness. It's but hard. Yeah, especially when you mm -hmm. love somebody. So tell me a little bit about the beginning of your spirituality journey. Mm -hmm. And I'll kind of go into mine too. And I'll help the audience like figure out where that like interconnected. But yeah. I feel like I still don't know exactly where yours started. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe kind of introduce that. Sure. It's, it's actually a very interesting question because I think it's something that kind of just started weaving through me on this journey towards going really deep within myself to figure out who I am beyond everything that everyone was telling me that I needed to be. So if we break it down and we go way back to when I was like even, you know, 17, feeling like my sense of identity was going to be solidified by going to college, getting a really good degree, and then being in that container and having people tell me like, okay, like you need this type of job and need to make this amount of money and then you'll be great, you know, and then so you'd start walking down that path. And I kept walking down this path that everybody had carved out for me, telling me that if I go down this route, get the job, make the money, make the six figures, have the car, have the designer bags, have all of the things, like live entirely in this materialism realm, I will be happy. And I totally believed it and bought into it. And so, and I didn't really have a lot of expanders 
in my environment that were showing me some other way. I was only seeing the same of everything. So I just didn't have a clear vision of another type of way of living, being, and existing and moving throughout the world. And I'm very lucky that I've had a very curious spirit spirit, because it's been my passionate curiosity that has taken me down into different rabbit holes of deep exploration where I've been able to come back and be like, wow, I really met someone who just blew my mind or I had an experience that really changed my perspective and started shaking up everything that I thought I knew was right and good and meaningful. And Yeah, it was really just a series of different experiences saying yes to life and putting myself in spaces that were otherwise maybe a little bit uncomfortable that I knew would push the boundaries of what it is that I knew. And then every time I would push those boundaries, I would come back with these new experiences that would light me up, like my eyes so bright, just like, wow, I need to share this and I need to do this again or do something like this. Like if this existed then there's got to be more of this out in the world. And when I say this, I mean like radically expressed people, opportunities to just be more in my like primal essence of what it means to truly be human and be embodied in this human suit that I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) And so slowly but surely, I just kept collecting experiences. And it was through these experiences that it started really expanding my horizons of different ways of being. And then I obviously started working with different plant medicines and um yeah different psychedelic medicines and through the journey with those medicines I was able to also come to a different and more unique understanding of the world that I live in and how I would like to show up in this world but originally it was from my journey just kind of like navigating through corporate America and then also simultaneously having these like beautiful experiences where I realized I'm living totally out of alignment with what is true to my heart and I have to course correct. And so I started looking at everything that I was doing and I recognized that I really wasn't being of service or contributing to the collective in some way and just by unearthing all of these details and sitting in a lot of deep contemplation and learning different contemplation practices, I started like recognizing like, okay, my body and my heart is really yearning a sense of deep meaning. And so as you can see, this rabbit hole keeps, it will just keep, (laughs) (laughs) the rabbit hole has no end. Yeah. Well, I want to pause you too, because that was what I noticed. And from an outside perspective, I saw this shift happen mm-hmm. too because it is so easy to get wrapped up into what people tell you that you should be, feel, think, act, how you should love. Like literally mm-hmm. every Everything. single freaking thing in this entire world. And watching you in Los Angeles was a completely different version of yourself than I see now. And I don't even attest it to just being LA, yeah. but being in that corporate world post-college you know, chasing the dollar sign and like what you thought would be the meaning of success. Mm -hmm. And then realizing once you reached that level of what you thought success would be, it was completely empty. Yeah. And that's the other thing. I've been thinking a lot about this lately, you know, but you climb up this path and you make the money, but then you have the money and suddenly, yeah, you're just, you're not happy, not fulfilled and that's when you start <laughs> recognizing this this is not a new thought, you mm-hmm. know? It's like I've heard this time and time again, but it's 
finally when you experience it for yourself that you seek truth. And you're like, okay, that's what that person meant when they said, you know, you can chase all the money in the world. But when you get there and you look inside, like, are you genuinely happy and fulfilled? Because then a whole new journey starts. You that's know? a so, whole other yes, layer that you've like. Exactly. So I unearthed the new layer and then decided, okay, you know, I actually want to cripple this identity because I built a false identity. And now you don't like it. And I don't like it. I mean, technically I was. I, I achieved what I had set out. Like at one point when I was 25, I manifested that life. And when I say I manifested it, I had the vision. I was like, this is the vision of where I'm going. And then I put all of the right action in to move forward onto that vision. And I was able to very, very, very quickly in record amount of time, like jump into an industry at like a senior level and climb as fast as I could, you know, to reach this like nice salary. But but then what? Yeah, but then what? And then I was like, I started looking around me. That was and, when I yeah, saw you so, at your most unhappy. Yeah, so for people who don't know and want a little bit of background, mm -hmm. I ended up working in pharmaceutical sales for about five years. And so I was selling pharmaceutical grade products. Some of them I actually, you know, when I was working in dermatology, I was like, you know, these are great because <laughs> these are things people really want. But then over time, um, over time I started recognizing okay, I, I don't feel like, I thought being here would mean I'm smart and that I'm adding value. <laughs> I understand how to talk science. I know how to pitch this to people who have gone to school to become well-renowned doctors. I know how to claim the attention of a room and be heard, you know, but at the end of the day, I'm not really, feel, I'm still not feeling, I, I don't feel fulfilled. I don't feel respected. I feel overlooked. I'm not feeling right. I'm feeling like I'm putting on a performance every single day and it's not feeling good in my body. And then during the same journey, simultaneously, I'm starting to entertain plant medicine. And then as I'm doing that, I'm becoming more holistic, taking myself off of all of these pharmaceutical products, like really getting to the root of why I try to live the most holistic life possible. And I recognized I can't move forward even if I wanted to because I'm living so far out of alignment that nothing can happen. No magic can happen here because I'm doing everything opposite than what I truly want to be doing, you know? So I had to crumble that identity and take a really big risk. And I just put like all of my, I just put all of this energy towards, okay, you know, what is the best life that I can dream up and what it is, what is it that I actually want and how can I get there? And slowly but surely it all started to come together. But during that five-year period of trying to climb into a certain identity that was, that that I kind of chose, but I had been radically influenced in that direction. I just lost all sense of who I was, my creativity, my gifts, my unique essence, everything that makes Kaylin Kaylin was just completely hidden. And I looked around in the environment around me and granted there are a ton of amazing individuals, you know, that exist everywhere in these spaces and it's meaningful for them, but for whatever reason, it wasn't meaningful for me. I looked around and I didn't see anyone whose life I aspired to have. Doesn't mean that they don't have an amazing life. It just I, wasn't for yes, you. I celebrate them and their success. It lights people up to have, you know, certain roles and certain companies and certain jobs. But for me, it was just draining my fuel. Yeah. And I had to, I had to. And that's a really important thing to look at too. And I think yeah. people really should take note of that and, you know, audit mm -hmm. what they're the people that they're around, the environments that they're around, the, the career choices that they make, because yeah. your environment plays such a big role into how you 
feel as a human being and how you're showing up every day. And if you are feeling sucked dry by what you're surrounding yourself with, how are you ever supposed to reach your highest potential yeah. and feel the best you could optimally, ultimately feel if you're just getting drained every single day? Yeah. And your body will tell you. I would go. But you have to pay it. But see, people, I don't think people understand true. that. And that's something that you teach is how do people feel more embodied and understand what's going on inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and it's really, it's, un- it's understanding those cues. Sometimes, mm. sometimes if you ignore them long enough, they become so obvious. Like for me, even though I knew what it meant to listen to my intuition and started really un- like feeling into my own personal embodiment. So I was able to pick up on those cues, but I would be sitting in an office waiting room waiting for a meeting and I started having panic attacks mm. and anxiety attacks. I would hear that'll the, tell you. <laughs> I would hear the ticking on the clock, like the clock that would be in the waiting room, like tick, tick, tick. And like, I was just listening to t- my valuable time pass me by. And I had, oh my gosh, I remember sitting in office and like tears started rolling down my face and all I could hear was the ticking of the clock. And I just had this- That makes me ex- feel sick to my stomach. Just I even had this existential it. moment of, am I spending my time in the best way possible? I'm addicted to the paycheck, but I'm doing something that is draining my life source and wasting my time. I was like, I have to make a change. I was like, okay, I don't know how to do that. Like, ah, freak out, you know? And then I literally would be crying. I would run out of the office, go to my car, cry. (laughs) (laughs) Cry, 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 cry. And then I would turn on multiple podcasts and then like feel better and be like, okay, like I can, I can do this, you know, like self-source the information that you need to start educating yourself to make these transitions. If it wasn't for podcasts and some of these like really amazing names and just people willing to put their journey out into the world to show you how it's done to give you some courage help you breathe through that process of making these transitions I would have never been able to find like this like sense of presence to like get through that whole transition yeah and I think that's why I love podcasting so much and why even when I started this and I didn't fully understand the why I felt the why so strongly inside I just couldn't figure out how to get it out but in order to help the collective putting your story out there for others to feel more human is completely and utterly important I love what you just said about I felt the why before I could put it into words it's well I mean I feel like (laughs) that just that's huge because I feel like that might not make it I feel like it might not translate but it's that deep. It translates. It's, the, it's to gnosis. you. It's that. It's a knowing. It's a knowing, and it's that deep sense of feeling. I can feel it in my gut right now, just mm-hmm. like bubbling up, just even thinking about it so strongly. It's it's the deeper knowing that there's something more yeah. for you, even if you don't fully understand it. Yeah. And yeah, I'm sitting yeah. in it. Yeah. I'm literally sitting in it, and you were sitting in it, and you felt it. it. But when you're surrounded, like you said, when you're surrounded by things that are draining to you, it is going to be less easier to like understand mm-hmm. and hear it's almost like you're muffling it and you're yeah. pushing it down pushing it down pushing it down yeah. by other things that are not aligning yeah. and when you're not in alignment you aren't able to see those things and that's why I feel like it's so important of what you're doing of what I'm doing inside of our own business spaces to help clients of certain degrees understand themselves a little bit more mm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I mean, not everyone is going to go down a completely spiritual plant-based medicine journey. And I had just talked to a girlfriend of mine on the podcast last week about psychedelics and how it is just a tool. 
but not completely needed. But what is needed is you looking internally and doing that introspective work to truly understand what's paining you, what's pulling at you, what's calling mm-hmm. for you to look deeper and more internal. And I know psychedelics were a tool for you to kind of help you unlock these new pathways and to open up your perspective shifts. But I think they were already there for you. Psychedelics just helped aid the way. 100%. Yeah. And I don't think psychedelics is... It's not an answer. Yeah, it's not the answer for everyone. (laughs) You know, if someone comes to me and they're starting out on their journey and they're trying to figure out how to cultivate happiness and fulfillment and purpose and excitement and joy and creativity and play and all of these juicy things in their life but they're coming from that place where I existed where you feel so energetically drained and floored the starting line doesn't even feel like it's in sight no you know for me my path of playfulness and joy seeking and experience and fun. And as you can see, it's like my body language changes when I talk about this because it's entering this flow like state where you're just able to be and express. Well, it takes and the rigidness out of life, I yeah, feel like. And it's like releasing that tension and like getting back into your body is the key. And so that's why like movement practices dancing, playing, surfing, like running, working, whatever it is, everything in life is a spiritual practice. And the exciting thing is we all get to figure out what that looks like for us. Because it's different for every single person. It's different for everyone. For For me, psychedelics helped me unlock so much from the depths of my being. That's what I was called to. And it was, again, a knowing, a deep knowing. It was pulling me in like a rope. So many synchronicities. I would all of the synchronicities. I can't even begin to explain. Like I would be thinking about it, asking for a sign. Like, you know, I really want to make sure that I do this in the most conscious and mindful way. Who is the best steward for this experience? Where do I need to go? And suddenly I would, you know, land on a podcast and that, and then I would hear a, a name. And then I would go to that name and then that name would give me a direction. It and would then just I, line up. It yeah. would all just kind of line up. But I also am a huge advocate for trying a more natural approach breath work you can tap into these psychedelic induced states through breathing through utilizing just your own body and that's something I would love to transition into even more so because I don't think psychedelics is always the route for every single person no especially if you're going through like really dark times and you're so energetically floored This is going to open up your vessel in such a high capacity to let so much emotion and feelings in that it can be incredibly overwhelming and hard to integrate. So that's why entertaining these softer spaces where it's like, okay, I've never sat down to do contemplative work before. What does that look like? Start with journaling. Yeah, (laughs) very the the basics. Start with the basics before you go, you know, all the way. Full send. Full send (laughs) to be humble. TMT journey. Yeah, maybe not. So maybe not the right that's, path. That's hard. But, that's hard. It's hard to integrate. Well, and also what I found too, and this is something that I think a lot of people will experience, is when you start going into these practices that are not psychedelic related and you go to a sound bath healing and a journaling experience or, you know, a mindful meditation practice or even something like so simple, it can be extremely uncomfortable. And 
it won't be forever, but when you are unfamiliar with learning how to sit with yourself and be calm and be in a calm state where you can be in your body, you will very quickly realize how you do not know how to do that. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the biggest wake up calls I ever had when I would go to these spaces and I did not know how to act. (laughs) And like as simple as going to a yoga class when I like was out of practice for a long time and I'd go back and you're required to sit in that so so presently Mm -hmm. and when you realize that your mind's racing that you can't sit still that you have to look at the clock you're thinking about what you have to do after this you are thinking about the grocery store running that you have to make or like the deadline for the email you have tomorrow and you are still not being Mm -hmm. present and then you realize how uncomfortable that is and you just want to run and that is such a big sign of being stuck in fight or flight mode Mm -hmm. which is so out of body for most people and realizing I was in that state would make me extremely emotional And then emotions would lead to anger and then anger would lead to sadness. And then you're stuck in a grief cycle and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Mm -hmm. When nothing's wrong with you, but your body's in a constant state of stress and fight or flight that it does not know how to sit and be present and to do all of that work. And that might be in conjunction with that first step into getting into all of these journeys that you and I are going through is taking taking the time to realize that you need to get yourself back. Yeah. And that can sometimes be a really hard thing to look at because you're like, I didn't know I lost myself. Right. And, ugh. It's, like, it's, I, yeah, ugh, just stabbed at the chest because it it is also not something that will happen just one time. No. It'll be a series of times where you feel lost and found and lost and found, but that is, that's part of yeah, the whole that's processing. Part of the process. It's the whole point. Veering off the path is part of the path. Finding yeah. your way back to center. That's what you have to get used to doing and become acclimated with that process. The more that you recognize, okay, I'm veering off the path. Sometimes we choose to veer off the path. Veering off the path can actually be really fun. You know, if you have a vision, but then like something enters your experience, you're like, I actually want to go have that experience. It might take you off the path, traumatize you a little bit. You know, but then the but healing. But that's part of the healing process. Yeah, but then the healing from that experience to get back to center. It's like all of a sudden you're picking up all these like new tools like in the game of life and now you're back on that path and you're ready to just keep going. But now you're even stronger than you were before. So I think there's a whole point to yeah. that entire you know process. But I, I hear you in, in what you're saying about watching your mind unravel itself and then you are the awareness of. So you're sitting there and you're watching the chaos unfold in your head in front of you and it's uncomfortable and then you self-assess like is this really who I am and where I'm at and then because you're at the very beginning and the starting point you see that there is just a whole journey that you have to go on that journey is already so exhausting just thinking about it but actually going on it again very exhausting so yeah like yeah and so yeah it's just slow slowing down so, so that's been a huge huge lesson in my life is slowing down i've always wanted in the beginning you were fucking i like always this. want to speed up the process mm-hmm. and be like okay let's do it and get through it yeah instead of just let's just slowly and mindfully go through this process of breaking down everything that i'm going through There is no time limit. Let's just give it all the time that we need. And so that was something I had to relearn because I watched everything unravel in front of me. And I so quickly wanted to be out of that experience. I didn't let myself just be in the experience and and feel it. it. But that is now part of my journey, which is like feel all of it. Sit in that chaos. 
Yeah. Sit in the darkness. And not to mention it'll be an ongoing journey for you too when you become this person now and now you have all these goals and dreams and like big things is realizing that you want to race to the fucking finish line so quickly. And then you realize like that finish line and that like that pillar I want to reach that like that goalpost or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. is there. But you don't need to think so far ahead where you're like, why am I not there yet? Why am I not getting there faster? Why this? Why this? And now this is your new journey because now you know how to slow yourself down. And now you know how to embrace all of the things on the way there. Because if you just get there, what does the journey even mean to you if you're constantly chasing the next goalpost so hard that you forget and you neglect everything in the process? Because you're going to get to that next goalpost. Then you're going to be like, okay, what's the next one? Mm -hmm. And you're going to miss all of these big chunks of importance in the middle of it. So what would you tell somebody who is like the old you who is stuck in corporate America, who is unhappy, who wants to make this change? Like, what are the first steps? Hmm. I think the first step is there's so many steps. That's the thing. <laughs> there's, there's so many steps, but getting really clear on getting really clear on what it is that you want to change about your life and having that clear vision or if you don't have that clear vision and you're starting to feel even more guilty because you don't know what you want that's even better because then I would recommend just go play go play go have fun the thing that I regret not doing sooner was just letting go of all of the expectations of what life needed to be and just letting it be exactly what it is Mm -hmm. And having all of the experiences that I could possibly have, which is what I ended up doing anyway, because it's through experiences, putting yourself in new spaces, becoming a student, learning new skills, letting yourself know nothing. Suddenly you start picking up new interests. Like, wow, I I didn't even know that I liked that. I didn't even know that I liked to move my body that way. Wait a second. That really taboo thing, like I'm actually kind of interested in that. Suddenly you start like deviating away from all of the things that you know and you start picking up all of these other interests. And so the path to purpose isn't about like going and finding your purpose. You kind of just stumble into it. But you have to let go of your ego. You have to let go. And and that's the huge thing. It's just it's letting go and really trusting in your trusting in this incarnation, trusting in yourself, trusting in your journey, knowing that when you start becoming a seeker and you just go on that journey from a space of ease and curiosity and playfulness, magic will happen. Yeah, and you just and have to trust and know people who don't believe in magic are not out there believing that it exists. But if you truly believe that magic is possible in your life, it will pop in super unexpectedly and it will pop in through a synchronicity it will pop in through an introduction to a human being it will pop in through a conversation in an elevator it will happen so randomly and you'll have this light bulb moment like wow I was following my curiosities and now I'm here and I'm in this moment and I'm with this person and I've been given a clue that I'm on the right track it's this game-like quality to life and you have to start playing the game and that's why I'm always emphasizing this like Float through life. Don't sprint. Just float. <laughs> That's it's just a, it's a hard thing because, like you said, you can't really just all of a sudden no. 
you, you know yeah, what I'm going to say? Yeah, you can't so, just all of a sudden change that. Yeah, and that and but sinking into all of this will allow you to slowly, do all of that stuff. Slowly but surely. So, again, super compassionate to the person who was in my shoes but maybe not as fortunate. You know, someone who is not making a lot of money to the point where they're so energetically drained and exhausted. Maybe they're raising two kids. They can't even fathom or understand what it's like to cultivate energy or time to be able to explore their curiosities. And right. so they could hear this and be like, wow, must be nice. And that's so tough because yeah. ugh, exactly. it's not the same. It's not going to be the same journey for it's everybody. Different. The journey is different for every single person. So I'm compassionate to the fact that there are people who, you know, who, who it's a lot harder for them to even begin on that journey. But I still emphasize integrating a sense of play taking off that tension for a minute allowing yourself to feel allowing yourself to just be and exist and be present in this experience as a human despite everything it is that we're going through right and I know you are going to start creating courses pretty soon on how to integrate this for the person who does not know and you had mentioned to me that there's four things that you specifically talk about that have helped this process for you. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I can kind of take you on a journey in, in, a, in a roundabout way. But essentially, my goal is to help individuals who were in a similar space to where I was existing, just like completely at a loss, no hope, <laughs> feeling completely purposeless, not having any sense of direction, and also feeling really depressed because you don't even know what you want your life to look like because all of all you've seen is what you have and everything else almost seems like either so much work or not possible for you you don't know where to start where do we go so I'm currently cultivating a platform that will help take people from that space to a space where they're able to experience more magic in their everyday life through the process of embodiment and joy and play and the art of magnetism. And how would you describe embodiment to somebody who might know that word but might not know how you're trying to sure. put that into your coaching sure. or into so, your programming? I'll give you an example. Again, my program is still coming together. And the beautiful thing about this program is that I'm putting – I'm putting my body and my experience into it. So the things that are still crunchy for me, I'm throwing myself out into the environment to learn even more about what it means to be embodied. I think that I'm embodied now, but there's even more that I can learn. And so when I talk about embodiment, it's letting yourself, this inner, for me, this inner Kaylin, this inner sense of Kaylin, not the exterior version of who I am or who I once was that was a little tense, you mm. know, I'm that I'm just rigid. This, yeah, I'm rigid. I'm a robot essentially. I'm just doing what I think everybody wants me to do. I'm behaving in the way that I think I should behave. I'm playing in the way that I think I should play based off of how other people are playing and I'm expressing in the way that other people are expressing, which is completely emotionless. So Yeah. doing the complete opposite of that. Like what does your soul actually want? So, you know, Again, it's a process. You don't just show up like, I'm fully embodied. You know, what does embodiment look like to you? 
what does being you actually look like? And then let's go on a journey to figure that out because yeah. that wasn't an overnight thing. I had to. That's some di- that's some that's digging. So I wish I could give you an answer, but it's a journey. It's like a six month journey at least. Like I would yeah. give it at least six months to even be like, you're ready to go on your own now. Now you're on your own now. You don't need me yeah. anymore. It's it's you, you know, because this is something that I can I can show you how to activate within yourself, and then once you've caught it, I can see it. You're free and you feel free. And that's the whole the whole process of embodiment for me is being so true to who I am, being so free that I can help you free yourself. Yeah. You know, and it's through radical expression. It's through existing in states of ecstatic joy and it's through play. And it's through those things that you become a magnetic human. And I think that's hard for some people when they're so caught up in the rigidness of. But that's okay. Then We're totally, it, yeah. but that's what that's the breaking point of it all because there is balance, and I think yeah. there is for somebody who is in the corporate world and they're staying in it. Mm-hmm. The complete opposite might be might seem so hard to reach, but there is a way of balancing. Yeah, there is completely yeah. a way of balancing. For sure, there, there's a way. Of but balancing. it comes with finding who you are yeah. inside. When you're lost and don't know anything but your shell, mm-hmm. how are you supposed to have? the ability to yeah. tap into any of this. I think it's like a I think it is our it is our god-given right to be fully expressed creative beings who are happy, who are at peace and who are free and who share our gifts with the world. And then through sharing those gifts, we activate this sense of juiciness in others and then suddenly they want to walk this path. And when I say this path I don't mean that in a scary way. I mean this as a complete, uniquely designed path that is yours and yours entirely. The only thing is that you just need some people to kind of show you along the way how to get out of this shell and back into your body, loosen up, because it's in this fluid state where we're able to just completely raise our frequency of existence and like slowly but surely, like your happiness levels rise. You become more happy even in the situation that you're in and yeah. through that you're able to almost like magnetize changes in your life you know and it's like it's this whole journey to becoming yeah and it's i i wish like i wish people could see the change that i see in you right. and that i'm sure you see in me along the last like 10 years yeah. and that would give people so much hope and inspiration to know that like anybody can do this to a certain degree at certain levels. And like you said, it's going to look different from everybody. The next person that listens to this podcast is not going to have the same life experiences that you and I have. They might not be as fortunate or they might be more fortunate, but the level of happiness that we are all able to achieve is infinite. Right. And it really just takes you tapping into understanding who you are and getting out of what the world's told you you should be. And I think that's like the big picture for everybody. Yeah, to give another example too about the program that I was existing in, it's having the best, having the best clothes, having the best car, having the bags, having all the things. It's funny because when I stripped myself of all of those things one by one, no more car, no more bags. One luggage. (laughs) Where are we going? You know, suddenly I became exponentially more happy. And now all of those things, like they have, I I have a deeper appreciation for for those things. But the point is, it's like the more you start stripping away 
everything that people tell you that you need to be happy or to feel embodied, to feel good in your body, and you realize that you can actually obtain those states without those things, the whole game changes. Yeah. I was dr- I had a free car, free gas. That is such an amazing thing to have with the job that I was in, especially living in LA. It's like so great. But I was made to feel like it wasn't good enough. I was like, this brand new car, because it's not a Tesla, damn, like, my value. It just <laughs> well, it just keeps my, going like, oh, it yeah. could be better. But then I, but then once I no longer had that, and I was just existing in the world, now I'm just grateful that I can have something that gets me from, you know, like, this is where I need to go, and I'm going to get there. And great, this car works, and it's a nice car. Like, I'm super grateful and happy that I have this access to this abundance. And so... Everything changes. Everything just suddenly shifts in your mind as you start like walking, you know, down this path. And the funny thing is, is the more you open up that capacity and you just start existing in these states of like happiness with what is, gratitude, everything that you want just comes to you. Gratitude is the key that unlocks all of the doors. Yeah. Truly, it's just a harder journey for, you know, everybody's resources are different and that's right something. and it's hard to be yeah. it's hard to practice that in the very beginning when yeah. you feel like everything's falling yeah. apart yeah i i, I want to keep coming back to this little thing because this is something i'm chewing on again i don't have everything figured out i'm in the i'm always figuring it out i am a student of life and i will always be cultivating my own practices and be learning from others who are ahead of me and also learning from people who are behind me you know always learning But the thing that I'm trying to be super sensitive about right now is like understanding that there are people who are stuck so much in their pain because because they lack the resources to feel free enough to explore their inner landscape. That's something that's really eating me up because I want to help everyone, but I know that I can't help everyone, but I can try. And that's something that is really a topic that I just can't seem to figure out the answer for, you know? I think it also lies in a person's willingness to look because you can give all this information to as many people as you want, but until that other person is ready, mm-hmm. it's not going to completely, you can't grab someone and shake them and just and be like, yeah. no, I have all your answers. They're right here. I can help you. Yeah. But when that person is ready, to just like how everything came to you at the time when you were ready to receive it, mm-hmm. then you started on your journey to healing. Then you started your journey into being like, oh my gosh, like I don't even like who I am right now, but I know who I would like myself to be and I know what I'm capable of. But it took you just going through the journey of life to start unearthing all of those practices that you knew you were capable of like mm-hmm. diving into they were there all along. And getting to a space to even be able to admit that. I don't Oh my god. Am. Yeah, that's, that's the hard. hardest I fucking also thing. Just I want people to be able to just breathe into this experience and recognize that it's actually okay to not like who you are. That's it's actually okay very insight but not insightful. That's very like admirable to be able to admit, admit that to yourself. It's okay. It's okay. And once because once you can admit it, you can start like tearing it apart. Exactly. And not even in like a bad way, but like you can start peeling back the layers of the shit that you don't like about yourself. I don't like that I'm addicted to needing designer things. I don't like that I'm addicted to social media. I don't like that I'm addicted to, 
I don't know, needing to feel like I have a relationship to feel whole. There's so many things that you could like unearth about yourself. And then you have to go into asking, okay, well, why? Why? And that's, and there you go. There's the rabbit hole. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) You've arrived. You know, and so it's like, there's contemplative, deep introspection. You just, you start diving in, but I think it's an act of courage and bravery to be able to admit, I don't like myself. Okay. I really want to change. It feels good to like myself. I really want to like myself. You yeah. Know? And um, because you should. Yeah. And just integrating yourself into spaces where there's people who are not fake compassionate, genuinely compassionate, who can just, I'm sitting with you in this. Hold some you space. Know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just, and people, get, and you, you know, know surrounding yourself with that is really important, but you're going to want to make sure that, like, if I came to you, and I needed you to hold space for me. I'm also willing to like sit here and listen to you and hear you and also provide the ability to tell you I'm going to do some of this work too. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just completely dumping. Like I need that friendship, guidance, mm-hmm. you know, help. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having people in your life that can be on the other side of that is really incredibly important. So and it's unfortunate because I do know there's a lot of people who don't really have that. But that's where positive influence comes into play. There are a ton of free resources. Like you got inspiration from listening to podcasts. I think podcasts podcasts (laughs) were single-handedly more valuable than my $55,000 college debt. (laughs) Like like I could have easily learned everything that I needed to learn for the journey that I'm going on in my life with podcasts. Single-handedly the most... But that's why I feel like it's so important for people to even share their journeys when they think that, well, who who is going to listen to this? What is my journey here to inspire? It's to inspire someone else to understand that they're about to potentially walk a path that you have previously Mm -hmm. walked Mm -hmm. and to influence the person who you used to be that I feel like that is paying it forward. So I'm really excited to hear and see where this course goes because there's so many people that would benefit from it Mm -hmm. well stay tuned yeah in a few months we will we'll keep highly developmental we'll definitely Um, keep an updated process with this and i just i'm really looking forward Uh, to seeing it what i i'm trying something completely new which is i'm going i'm taking this process on a journey so everything that i embody which is joy playfulness expression fun just flowy enjoying my life that is the energy that I am infusing into my creations because I've tried the other end where it's like super rigid like being hard on myself because I didn't get it done that's not how information comes in the juicy amazing like super impactful information comes when I am in the world when I'm moving when I'm learning when I'm playing when I'm in nature that's when all of that content comes in and gets put right out in front of me. So this next year of my life, I am going to continue to stay on the road on the nomadic journey that I had, that I had originally been manifesting, which I am now in. And this next year is going to be a process of unraveling all of my teachings. And it's like, I'm so excited. I'm so thrilled that I get to be on this journey. As Kaylin, yesterday we were out in the water Um, Mm -hmm. on a lake and I was just in the water waiting for the boat to come back around me and I just had my hands in the water and I was looking up at the moon and I was just 
thanking the world for this journey that I'm on. That's gratitude. It all goes back to it. I can feel it in my heart that I'm on the right path and that everything that I went through, even if it's not super unique, it is. Everyone's journey is unique and everyone has a teaching. Everyone has a story. Everyone has something to share. And it's so amazing when you finally lean in And you're like, okay, I'm going to go on that journey and I'm going to tell that story. And so my teaching is me telling my story and also a continuation of the experience, which is even better because I still get to be a student. Yeah. Well, you should you should be forever learning. There is never a point where you are going to get to a point where you don't learn anymore. Mm -hmm. I thought even in my highest moments, I was like, man, I conquered this. I did this. I got out of this. Like, I'm yes, like Mm -hmm. I am here. And then I'm like, no, no, I I literally just pulled back the layer on the next chapter of things that I need to look at, heal from, grow from and then pass it forward. It's really funny because when you say that, I think about a time when I was 23 and I was sitting in my friend's house. I think I had just been like burned from some situation. And I was like, I think I've stopped growing. I think I've hit my pinnacle. Like I've learned everything I could possibly have learned. And I remember that moment. And I I think back now and I laugh and I'm like, there was a version of Kaylin that literally thought she knew everything, thought she had learned everything thought that she learned everything and I'm like everything that I've gone through since then it's like wasn't even close and then when you were talking about in Mexico when you were like oh yeah I noticed you know like this big change then I almost started laughing because I'm like I see how far I've come even since then yeah but that's but that's the recognition of like you have the endless ability to keep growing and that should be exciting Mm -hmm. and that was one thing that always got me out of darkness when I was feeling low for whatever reason I was feeling low I was like Getting back to a place of gratitude and be like, okay, like I'm here for a reason. Like what's next? Yeah. In an exciting way, not yeah. like a, oh God, what what's learning? next? It's like, yeah. I find that and I feel that all the time now when I go through not so favorable situations. I'm like, okay, that happened. Like, all right, this is where we're at. Like this is, I didn't have any money. I didn't have, like I had just gotten tossed on my ass. Like I had nothing. I didn't even know where to go. And I was like, this is really shitty, but this could also be really exciting. Like, I don't know what's next and that is exciting to me. Here we are. But that's the perspective shift. And yes, like not every day is going to be exciting. We both have our days where we're like, what the fuck is happening? Like, like maybe I'm not far enough. Like you have that self-doubt that creeps in and you're allowed to be human and you're allowed to not feel 100% like a million dollars all of the time. But the key is to get back to that frequency mm-hmm. and fucking hold it mm-hmm. and just stay there. Because if you can stay there, all of those perspectives that might be a little bit negative, you can get out of them and back on your pathway. Let yourself get nervous. Let yourself be worried sometimes. That's human nature. We're allowed to be that way. But getting yourself back into the frequency of looking forward to more positive experiences and what can I learn? Where can I go? That is going to be the path to keep you on that high frequency and feel less resistance yeah so it's a it's a journey like you said it's never going to be like if you're looking to look at a graph of your journey it's never going to be a hundred percent just up it'll be up but on that up it should be a little bit like this because you're going to hit some like little roadblocks you're going to hit a point where you're going to veer off to the left veer off to the right and be like oh fuck that was like a crazy experience I don't know really know why that happened to me but there must be something here to take from I mean it's the nature of polarity yes Life it can't is- always be Life is beautiful and devastating all at the same Mm -hmm. time, and we love it. Yeah, you have to, though. Yeah. I think the more that you learn to love it, the easier it becomes to get back to the center. Yes. And that's what I'm noticing is 
one of the many secrets. (laughs) (laughs) Some of which I don't know. (laughs) But that's one of the many secrets is gratitude, controlling your Mm -hmm. breathing, and just relaxing into the process. Like every time like we have both been where we feel is our lowest point, somehow we come back to the center and then we're on a new journey and the journey is really beautiful. Yeah. You know, and so just having patience with your process and like staying rooted in like faith and gratitude. Secret sauce. Yeah. For sure. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. I'm actually really excited to continue you know, tapping back into this conversation and to seeing where this journey goes for both of us because I feel like, like you said in the very beginning, we kind of finally hit a pinnacle where things are growing yeah. and evolving and even our journeys are coming yeah. kind of down the same road now, yeah. which is really awesome to yeah. experience. No, it's going to be really great. I think we're both on this journey of creative expression and figuring out how we can co-collaborate and co-create. I think the world moves forward in a positive direction when people can work together instead of just like completely working on their own or working against one another. It's like when you can bring your visions together, even if it's just to collide for a moment in time, you know, again, that's like, that's where the magic is. And there's so much value there and something I'm really excited to unravel with you, especially if we can like really jump into this sister creation that would be so incredible I think that like I I told you I had a dream about it and I I just feel like all of the division and it and like when I say division between us it wasn't even division it was just all of the drifting that we've done like this like in and out over the last 10 years I think has been for a reason and data collection (laughs) and like just coming back education (laughs) but it is you literally are collecting yeah collecting experiences collecting understandings and now you have all of this information how else are you supposed to learn yeah yeah. and yeah i don't know i'm just really excited about it we're gonna do cool things yeah so stay tuned i'm hoping you guys will definitely you know Look into my sister's journey. Keep up to date with that. Keep up to date with mine because I feel like there's going to be so many cool things in the future to kind of just come together with. And thank you again for sharing all of this. Um, I'm excited to see all of the evolution of all of this. And I love you and I'm proud of you. And I'm just very excited for you. Love you. Thanks for having me. Of course. And I'll leave Kaylin's information below if it's not already there. Uh, Make sure to give her a follow and stay tuned for all of our journeys coming up. Bye, guys. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>